0: Apple and Technology Expectations and Desires for 2022, Part 4. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Text Expander by Smile, the makers of world class software. Visit TextExpander.com slash podcast to learn more and download your free demo. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part four in a four-part Mac Voices Live discussion, our final Mac Voices Live discussion of 2021. This time around, we wrap up the Windows on Mac OS discussion, as if it ever wraps up. Um, We talk more about Apple's release schedule, their hardware release schedule, and why they're kind of a slave to it at this point, and why people are thinking differently about iPhones and their release schedule as opposed to computers and Macs and their release schedule, and more. So let's go back and let the panel do the talking. So I want to go back there to Jim's point, because I think, I think it's a good one. It's one I'm glad he brought up so I didn't have to. Mm. And that is this idea that, you know, there are companies out there that are just, they're running old antiquated hardware. And if it breaks software down... It, it, well, yes, software <laughs> too. Definitely, <laughs> yes. David. I was and, talking about software. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, how many, how many Windows machines are out there still running XP? Oh, yeah.
1: Four, four, one. Okay. Five. How, For 95. Especially four, 90 five. Oh, yes, one. 95. Right. Yes. Right. Especially in the medical man. field.
0: Yeah. 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 And how many, um how many, um shoot, I lost it. Um how many how many companies still excuse me, how many websites of financial institutions along with other people require that you use Internet Explorer? And if you "No, nobody not Chrome. chrome. It's, it's, it's edge, edge and chrome. Yeah, yeah well it no I, uh,
2: nobody I, requires I, internet explorer anymore.
0: Not anymore. Uh, it's not even I,
2: supported. You can't even run it on modern Windows systems,
0: which is kind of my point, Jim.
2: <laughs> you know. Right, so nobody, you know, you <laughs> I can't think the require. The percent it. is low. I mean, it's getting lower and lower it, as, it, as time it, progresses.
0: It is it is getting lower and lower, but that's sort of my point, you know, that Apple Apple made some decisions to cut loose some things and the Windows side just, you know, drags them on drags them on. And listen, there are plenty of there are plenty of Mac people. I mean, anybody who's been in a user group knows that you know there there's a there's a faction that is unfortunately sorry, but it's the light the driver's license don't lie. They're dying out, but they say you know I'm yep. fine running AppleWorks. Okay, <laughs> you know, good. That's sure. that's great. But good don't come to me if it you know if if suddenly good luck like converting them. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't access your data anymore. Or you have to pay five thousand dollars for a machine that is super out of date just to be able to open those files. You know, I guess that's. I almost feel like there are times that some of these entities need to be pushed forward, and Apple's done a good job of doing that in slow steps. And if you want to live in the past, you can live in the past, but sure, man, that's a dangerous game. That's a real dangerous game. Frank, I've, I want to get you in, because I, I want to hit you and Jim De- both, because um, we're starting to run out, we're, we're running out of time. You're going to hit us? Um, ex- expectations <laughs> yeah, and or Yeah, maybe desires? you'll
3: learn your lesson, mister.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm expecting is, I've seeing a lot on YouTube lately where people have been coming up with this idea, and I think it's, it's kind of smart. It goes back to sort of what Jobs was doing when he first came back to Apple and simplifying things, is instead of expecting every year a fresh new chip for your laptop. It could go one and a half years. Actually myself, I wouldn't, I don't think there's any that it shouldn't go two years because actually, if you think about when we were using Intel, they were always late on every stinking product yet Mac survived. And everybody's going on now about how strong M1 is and everybody's buying stuff the mantra seems to be now to buy stuff to future proof so that you can use that same computer for like eight or nine years and so that that's that's sort of what i'm expecting i would like to see them go back because i always i always remember that when, when uh jobs came back and god there was what 20 some odd mac machines there was quadras and centras and all that stuff. And he said, no, you just break them to four things. Yeah. Yeah, there was consumer and then professional, and you break it down to, you know, portable or desktop. Too much. Yeah. Okay. And I think they should take that over to uh I, I, I could see with the M1 doing that with the laptop. I, I hope, I really hope they get away from this stupid thing of these little incremental like. We're going to have the M1X this year. Yeah,
2: what's it going to do for me, Frank? Let me introduce you to the computer industry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's right. So so pleased to meet
3: you. That was great.
4: I know, but it, it just it just drives me so. <sighs>
0: I, mean, well, frankly, very- I think what
3: you're going to see over the next couple of years from Apple is uh is fast and furious, uh incremental processors, uh all these new little things coming out because Apple's in that transition where they're getting everything off of Intel. And uh and right. once once they've done that, then we might see some of that digital dust settle a little bit. Um, but uh but Apple is hell bent on leaving Intel behind, and that means that we're going to get these incremental chips along the way that uh, that get us to the point where every Apple product is running just on Apple Silicon. And
4: uh, yeah, oh no, no, I agree with that. But I wish they would spend more time on. Well, it's like all the stuff we were just talking about. Siri tweak the software. Jobs' mantra always was. It's for the rest of us. You really shouldn't have to figure it out. Now, granted, the, the next the generations that have now come after us are a lot more sophisticated in computers because they were raised with them. It's like I remember when I was a kid and TVs first came out. You had to show your folks how to operate a TV, you know. If, if they would just... I don't know. I just I, I think they've got the hardware so far advanced at this point that they could sort of kick back on that. And like let's finally refine and get the software just right. Yeah, you know, but the, those are completely the, 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 different. Yeah, games.
2: those are those are separate things. And yeah. um, <laughs> there, there were a heck of a lot of people that were like uh, very anxiously awaiting the uh, MacBook
4: Pro updates that just came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, they, they, they weren't for you. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm with I am on... thinking it's like a giant whole yeah. thing just as a regular
1: consumer. I, I'm with you on one point, and that is that not every small incremental update needs, like needs to, or a hardware update needs to be released. And I think the, the, the problem Apple has, and that goes for a software side as well, is they're kind of trying to balance between the, the marketing side and the, the marketing push and talking about something new and something big happened and showing progress yeah. for to us as consumers, but also to investors versus <laughs> releasing something when it's ready. And that's always a balance. I mean, that's why they have their yearly releases, even though the yearly releases aren't really, really releases because they're, still, they're finally, and I'm very happy about that, releasing things incrementally when they're ready. That's why we have yeah. 15.2 and three and four and so on where there are new features.
4: But no, I, and I, it's I agree a with that. And,
2: and actually, Frank, you got your wish because the computers that were just released a couple of months ago did not have new processors. Yeah. they're they're using the same core. the The single core performance is almost identical to the machines from a year ago. Hundred um, you know, percent identical. They, they, well, I. Th-
0: I, no, I think it's, exactly it's a little different the because word. there's,
2: there's more caching and, you know, there's something I've, I've seen some things that it's like maybe 5% faster or something, mm. but very close. Yeah. Not, not, not a huge thing. It's still an M1. It's just got more cores and, you know, more, you know, more, but it's not. It's the same, uh, you know, five millimeter. I think technology. They haven't done a nanometer, uh, yeah, nanometer, sure. yeah,
1: nanometer, not millimeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, <laughs> five.
2: You're thinking it's Intel. got a five in it. Um, <laughs> so they, they, you know, they didn't come out with a new a new processor, mm-hmm. and, and and it's been, you know, looks like it's going to be two years.
4: Um, uh, this, yeah, which this is, is just the word that's going through the the community now. It's like. Well, you know, maybe every one and a
0: half years. Yeah, but what? I'll tell you, there are, two, there are two things I don't think you're taking into consideration. One is you use the word consumer. The consumer yes. of you know, years back were people like us. The consumer right. of today is everybody. You know, every, oh, yeah. everybody. Everybody's in. But the other thing, and our friend Brian Chaffin from the Mac Observer will beat this drum constantly, is that he doesn't want to pay 2021-22 two, prices or 2019 technology so he either wants to you know according to him he either mm-hmm. wants to see the, the prices drop or he wants new hardware from apple and i think that's the way a lot of people feel about it that gee this this machine was was 2019 well that's that's going to be two or three years old here pretty quick and gee don't you have something new see you know, my, don't you have my, something better
4: my argument would be is right now i think the weird thing is um There's got to be a whole new mindset. I mean, those of us, you know, like for 30 or 40 years, we're used to the regular thing of how many sticks of RAM and all that kind of stuff. But now with this, everything integrated the way they are doing with the system on the chip, it's it's, it's become a whole different thing. I have a friend that just went out and bought a 16-inch 64 core because he does a lot of bender and 3D work. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at that thing and I'm going, that thing is gorgeous. I would love to have it. But I know there's not a chance, even if I lived 100 years after I die, that I would have any use for it. Well, I mean, that's why right know. now I'm trying to figure out how what to upgrade do? my system. What do I really need?
0: Yeah, well, but you're right. What do you really need? I mean, you know, look, you could go out and buy a Volkswagen Beetle from 1970 and it'll still get you there. It's just not going to get you there in the safety, comfort, and speed. That you would equate with something that you buy, you know, off the showroom floor today. So you know, you gotta you gotta pick what you want. And you know, Apple is a business that has to address consumers, and uh, I'm sorry, whoever said it, um, investors, which is a really great point. um, You know, and it it has to remain. Otherwise, it's gonna it's gonna go the way of some other computer companies that did not remain relevant. They didn't Uh make the improvements needed. Mm -hmm. Just
1: Apple doesn't do it; someone else will. Yes, I mean exactly. even if Apple does not someone else probably will. but
3: now, no, Frank, exactly. you, you mentioned that there's a different mindset for uh, consumers today versus computers, and I think you're right, but I think you picked the wrong device. The, the computer mindset for people today is this
1: mm-hmm.
3: yep. Well, that's a computer. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, this is a computer, and this is the computer that people think about. And they think about uh about their purchases and upgrades from mm. a smartphone mindset. And smartphones okay. get new models every year. They may not yeah, buy but... the new model every year, <laughs> but they expect to see a new model every year. And there's but so even... many smartphones but... out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
1: even there, we're reaching a point where the incremental steps are getting smaller and smaller.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. But Jeff, you, that's a really interesting point, but people don't think of the, the smartphone as a computer. They think of it as a smartphone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, which is
3: a major mind shift in how people are camera. looking at, uh, at their technology.
0: Yes. Agreed. Jim, I, I apologize. We're, we're right down to it. Anything that you want to add or any expectations or desires you have for 2022? Yes. <laughs> oh, go, okay, do it. Okay. Go okay. Oh,
3: I I, I think I'm just shy. gonna I'm Fish gonna air. limit
2: I'm gonna limit myself to desires because I you, you said you didn't want predictions, but isn't that what expectations are? Um anyway. Desires. <laughs> Desires, so and, and and I, you know, I'll say I don't. I probably don't expect any of these to happen, and some of them I really don't expect. But, and some of you will like say I shouldn't desire them. But uh, I'll start with a simple one that maybe everybody will agree with. I would desire that Apple would come out with a reasonably priced external monitors.
3: Yes. Um, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> displays. Oh.
2: so that, that, that's a, that's one. And I would desire that Apple would come out with a router. I would like Mm -hmm. to buy a router from Apple. They're out Mm -hmm. of that business. I know they're out of that business. We're not talking about expectations. We're talking (laughs) about desires. (laughs) Can I I build
3: on that desire? (laughs) I would love to see that router. It's also your HomeKit bridge, and it has network storage for you as well. Yeah, (laughs) and it has your media storage.
1: (laughs) Yes. Exactly. It's, okay. It's, it's okay. Love that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's a threat. It it's happening. a threat router. Yes. Like, I mean, it's kind of take take the Apple TV or take the HomePod and yeah. put a couple of ports on it, and you have like.
4: Okay, that makes that makes sense. I mean, Apple was in that business for a long time. and They abandoned
2: it. So you just mm-hmm. will they come back? Mm-hmm. Is the question. Huh. <clears throat> okay. Now I'm going to get Good really design. crazy, and you know everyone's going to really jump down my throat. And and remember, I do not expect this ever, but uh, I would like it. I would like them to bring the touch bar back and make it work <laughs> right.
0: Ah, oh, <geez. laughs> you know I'm with, <laughs> with you on that. The touch bar was brilliant. Exactly. And
1: Apple screwed it up. Screwed the pooch. Yeah, it's it's another one of those things they started and never finished. Yep. They put exactly. it in and then basically never did anything. Exactly. Yeah, and but did, did at, a lot
4: I I think I've asked Jim before did a lot of coders buy in to doing anything with the touch bar?
2: No, and mm-hmm. I never did because Apple never you know, they never finished it like sure. Patrice said and they you know, they never they they didn't really, you know, do much with it and they didn't, you know, they should have come out with an external keyboard
0: mm-hmm.
2: that that had it, you know. Um so but the you biggest know, limit.
1: It, Yeah. The biggest limitation was that you couldn't you couldn't rely on it being there because most devices devices didn't have it.
3: Right. So why code for it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that, was, and, that was the and, big problem. And
2: you know, and customers didn't you know demand it. But I did see some, like you know, for example, the video editors, you know, mm-hmm. they, and you could scrub with the touch bar, and it's a awesome. Scrubbing with yeah. the touch bar,
3: yeah, is yeah, awesome.
1: I um, still prefer the media controls on the touch bar over the buttons. That's right. Everybody and, talk about volume and, and, and you control. know,
2: the, the flip side of that is I've been using keyboards f- with uh function hardware function keys mm-hmm. since you know around 1980. So what 40 years? I've never used function keys. It's just a waste <laughs> of space. Yes. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: So
2: mm-hmm. um you know, you know, I, all these what people that call? are like, oh yay, function keys, like, really? Are you mm. actually pressing those keys? Because mm-hmm. I yeah. never press them.
3: I I think what people really wanted were the uh, the media keys, not function keys. Mm -hmm. I I I don't know. That's my guess. Anyway, I'm with you. I I do not use function
0: keys. Yep. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Smile, the makers of Text Expander, a world-class productivity utility. Text Expander is the utility that lets you type just a few keystrokes to insert words. Phrases, sentences, paragraphs, and more into whatever application you happen to be using. You can probably imagine how this can make you more efficient, but I want to remind you of one particular use case, and that is real time online communications. If you are hosting a Zoom, Teams, or other online meeting, creating some simple snippets that you will need makes you seem like an incredibly fast typist when you invoke them. But that's not all. Those snippets will be accurate each and every time, no matter how often you use them. No matter what program you use them in. And because of the speed of using Text Expander, you save everyone on the call time. And time is money. That's just one way that Text Expander can make you better, faster, and more accurate. Find out more and try out Text Expander for yourself at TextExpander.com slash podcast. That's TextExpander.com slash podcast to try out Text Expander. Soon to be your favorite productivity utility. Thanks to Smile and Text Expander for their support of Mac Voices.
4: Does anybody ever use the escape key? Sure, uh, of course. A <laughs> yeah. Developers, yeah. a lot. But, I, you know, I, I okay, never. Developers, had... but I mean, does the average person use it for anything?
3: Uh, if you have thread remark, conversations right? in <laughs> Sorry, messages <laughs> app, you need the escape key. Jim, Jim you're getting warmer, <laughs> I hope. I took off my ski mm-hmm. hat.
2: Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, you know. No. There's a you know a couple million people in Apple's developer program, so, but yeah, I okay. you know I I I never had any problem with the using the touch bar escape that didn't no. bother me at all. Didn't bother um, me either. Yeah, and that works just fine. You know, and I don't know, people were just like,
1: ah, like, what's the big deal? You just yeah, you know, and I mean, Apple even went back, like they've 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 like shortened the touch bar and added the escape. <laughs> so
2: so, and then yeah. I've got you know. For the really crazy, and I brought this up on the show before, and everybody's like, "Jim, you're wrong." Um, I want, I want to run macOS on my iPad, so that's that's my other dream. So it's probably you know, uh, that's not, a whole not, other debate. That's a whole, that's a whole
1: other okay, debate with okay, me. And, I don't know three, why, but why not? Yeah, okay. Why not?
0: Three, two, one, Jim. You're wrong. You're Jimmy, wrong. You're wrong. Pants. <laughs> <You're wrong. Yay! laughs> um,
2: and 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 so that, those are my big things. But I, you know. Actually, I, you know, also as a put my developer hat on and this sort of goes into, you know, something that Patrice has been hammering that they don't finish things and that's for sure. And they don't fix bugs. And, you know, you go on developer forums and developer slacks and they're like, oh, you know, I submitted this bug five years ago and they mm-hmm. come out with, you know, release after release after release after release. Don't yeah. fix it. Don't fix it. Don't fix it. Yeah. And documentation, you know, Apple used to have incredible developer documentation, and Mm -hmm. now it sucks. It's terrible. And um, a lot of stuff, all they have is WWDC videos, and now they've Mm -hmm. started taking those down. And you go back and look for a video from five years ago, and it's not available anymore. And that was the only thing that... uh, (laughs) You know, where some things were documented, yeah. but but it's written... probably
1: linked in fifteen places as documentation for how something. Works. Well,
2: well, you know, and that's another <laughs> thing is that Apple, like about ten years ago, they mo- they moved all the documentation, and so you know, you go and do searches, and, and you get so mm. many. Oh, that's bad link. You can't find that anymore. They they made no effort to you know, um, and you know, these are people that are trying to. Make software, you know, to improve the lives of Apple's customers mm-hmm. and 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 make the devices better. And Apple just they they mm-hmm. don't.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, it's I'm I'm right now dealing with a lot of Swift UI documentation, which should be really up to date, and it's not. <laughs> like now, because it doesn't exist it For now, no,
2: that's, you know, <laughs> I mean. There's a whole thriving, you know, third party, you know, because Apple doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, working with Apple APIs, it's like they have some fantastic APIs, but there's so much guessing and trial and error and error and error and, (laughs) um, you know, and, and then, you know, read about people trying to get stuff approved in the App Store and the weird, you know, how Apple basically...
3: You know, it's basically abuse. We're all like, you know, <clears throat> Jim. Uh, this is one place where Apple needs to learn from Microsoft. Yes, I agree. They mm-hmm. Document so well.
1: Yeah, well, it, you know,
2: I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say Apple needs to learn from Apple of two thousand five. Um, they, you know, they used to have great documentation. And, you know, fortunately, I've downloaded most of the PDF documentation, which a lot of it you can't find anymore. And and they they don't at all have um, – one thing they don't do is they used to have these great sort of overview things, you know, like, here's how to write an NS document based app and, you know, multiple chapters that tie everything. And here's what our philosophy is and what we're thinking about. And they don't even – they don't do that anymore. In fact, they've removed some of the stuff that existed. But especially for new stuff, they just have – You know, like very minimal documentation on specific, you know, reference APIs. It's sort of like they give you a dictionary, but they don't give you a textbook. Does that make sense? Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. They Mm -hmm. used to write
2: textbooks. Now they just, you know, here's a dictionary. That's all you need. All the words are in the dictionary. (laughs) Um, You know, just look them up. That's all you need. And Mm -hmm. that's how Apple approaches documentation. it's good for looking up.
1: But probably, yeah, it's
2: well. Not always. Sometimes yeah, it's, the, it's. Sometimes true, yeah. the dictionary de- definitions are very, you know, like, oh, well, I mm-hmm. get, I get a whole two sentences. Thank you so much.
3: Mm-hmm. True. The the ones that are the best. <laughs> that is so generous of on you. That are circular. You know, yes. Where, where you read what they've yep. written, it's like it references itself, and I still have no idea.
2: And you know, yep. sometimes you can get more information out of the header files. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, this is, you know, a multi-trillion dollar company. This is not like, you know, it's just a question of, they don't think it's important to put any resources toward. you know, they, they could spend a tiny, for t- tiny, tiny portion of their treasure and solve this completely, but they don't think they need to.
1: I'm not so sure it would be a tiny portion, but it. Of their treasure? For Apple. Yeah, okay, of, of their <laughs> treasure, yeah. I mean, their given how many developers they have, I, the team would still be uh, like pretty significant size-wise. Right, but, but it's still you know, not a lot. But for yeah, for the size of
2: Apple, um,
0: yeah. As we are way over time, um, but I want to want to make sure we go around the table and let everyone know where they can find you and then they can argue with you over your expectations or desires or whatever. Um, because I'm sure that there have been some controversial things here tonight. And, and frankly, there is one request I'd like to make of everyone. And that is, you know, I, I'd like to know how you guys are using Siri, you know, and how do you find them, especially in relation to the music stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that yep. because that that is an open question in my mind as to how well this voice plan will work. So, you know, do you ask for artists? Do you ask like Jeff for genre? Do you ask for, for album? Do you just ask for track? You know ex- how how are you using Siri or Apple Music, and that, and how do you find it? So, what's, oh my um, God!
3: And why can't we use shor- uh, shortcuts to set up stuff for, through music?
1: Ah, mm-hmm.
0: oh. <laughs> okay. you, can, you, know, you
3: can't short- even
1: do multi-room AirPlay with shortcuts. Why don't shortcuts work?
3: Oh, why don't your kids work? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, Frank, I would take your point. Is, I, I wish they wouldn't do operating system releases every year. I think they should stretch that to like two years.
1: Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. Totally, totally disagree. Year. They, they shouldn't, they shouldn't do every year. year. They should be every two <laughs> months. Oh, here we
4: go. Every two
1: months?
0: Yeah. 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 Gain just,
4: your respective corners. Th- yeah. All
0: right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. David Ginsberg, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, not only tonight, but throughout 2021. It's been a weird year. It's always uh, Tuesday nights are the best. And you're one of the reasons. Thank you for being here. Oh, Help. thank you so much. Where, where, where can we uh, find you? I'm
2: uh, always thrilled to be here, Chuck, and thanks always for having me. You can find me at InTouchWithiOS at InTouchWithiOS.com. Actually, we have a year-end show coming up uh, this Thursday. We're recording with both Jeff and Patrice. I can't, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You can find us on my YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash DaveG65 on the Mac show when that comes back next year and uh, on bridgetech Network and as well as uh, you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Happy New Year to everybody. I love New your year. shirt, David. Thanks.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that so. Frank, Frank Petrie. It was great to have you back this year. We we missed you when you were absent, but uh, I'm, I'm glad you're back. So glad I missed you guys too. Yeah. Really so bad. where can folks where can folks find you?
4: Uh usually any place that sells hoagies. <laughs> but um Let's see, where else are we are going? Uh, I, I do screencasts online, monthly magazine. I have my own site, ympnow.com. Um, I'm on the tweets at fp tree, And on Instagram, if anybody's loony enough to waste their time on that, uh, at P-H-R-A-N-K-Y. And I would like to say Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you have a wonderful time.
0: Thank you, Frank. Good to have you back. Happy New Year! Uh, I'm glad to be back, Jeff Gamett. You're the one that makes me nervous every Tuesday night because <laughs> I never know what's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you secretly love it. I, well, I think I secretly do too, but it still makes me nervous.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. So,
0: yeah, where can folks find you?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jay Gamett on both. Uh, my YouTube videos are at youtube.com slash gamut. And uh, uh, let's see. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. This Thursday, in touch with iOS. And after uh, we get into the new year, then we'll be back to Thursdays for the big show and Fridays for the Mac show. And uh, I, I get around.
0: I'm easy to find. Just Google me. Perfect. <laughs> Jeff, thanks so much. Thanks for everything. Happy New it's Year. It's a blast every single year. Patrice, it's been a pleasure to have you able to join us a few times <laughs> for Mac Voices Live. Um, I know it means that you sacrifice a lot of sleep, but we always appreciate uh, your insights into things. Where can Meeting folks up find you? I,
1: I mean, I, I sacrifice sleep or not, or not really because, I mean, as I said, like this week, I've been up until like 4 or 5 a.m. every night. So I'm like if I, when I can I'm I'm up that late so I'm I'm just happy that yeah, you I still have me so <laughs> that I can join when I can not join so <laughs> I haven't scared you away um yeah I, you can find me with with Jeff and with Chuck and with David every Friday at least next year again on the on the British Tech Network on the Mac Show also on Thursdays with Jeff on the Big Show where we talk about everything not Apple related. Uh, Also sometimes very interesting to see what's happening outside of the walled garden. Um, Everything I'm doing, like the social media links, if you want to buy me a coffee, blog posts, projects, you name it, all of that you can find on thepatrice.com. That's my website. And if you want to listen to something not tech-related and you want to listen like maybe about food, I have a show called Foodie Flashback. Um, where i interview people um, whether they're foodies or not uh, about food food-related stories and food related mem- memories and when i say foodie or not i've literally interviewed people that are not foodies i've interviewed people who have never been on, on a podcast uh, like very first podcast ever everybody has a story and i like to get to that
0: mm-hmm. excellent thank you patrice happy new year happy new year Jim Ray, you put up with a lot of abuse from all of us because you're a resident developer. And so you bring <laughs> perspectives that the rest of us don't have. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it because it's it's part of the community that we all need to be just a little more aware of. So thank you for showing up on Tuesdays and uh, and and sharing that expertise with us. Really, Apparently,
2: really I don't great. make you nervous, so I'm not trying hard enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just go... Go back and think of some of the comments Jeff has made versus the ones you've made. I know, Jeff. Comments. Jeff It's is,
3: like you read my mind, Chuck. Jeff is, uh, Jeff uh, is uh, like uh, in another another
2: league. I I just come to see what Jeff is going to say every week. <laughs> me
0: too. Yeah, <laughs> <same> <laughs> pants. We all do. Where can we both find you, Jim?
2: Oh, well, let's see. My day job is ProView.com, P-R-O-V-E.com. And I'm on Twitter, uh, which is more just me, even though it's ProView Gym on Twitter. But it's, it's really my thing. And then also for another two weeks, I'm still uh, Panorama. My program is still on uh, Winterfest. Um, so that, that goes for another two weeks. So I think that's artisanalsoftware.com,
0: I think. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But thank so that, you. Thank you so much for everything. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And yeah. Yeah. Um, folks, I want to make sure I also thank all the other panels who sh- have shown up here uh, on Tuesday nights this year. Um, not everybody could be here tonight, of course, because some are just on holiday break, some are traveling. But all of them uh, really have contributed to Mac Voices Live. And I hope you've enjoyed and, and benefited from all their wisdom, um, because this has been uh, yeah, Sometimes the shows are informational, sometimes they're just glorified debates, and sometimes they're just a bunch of friends getting together and talking geek, and it's always a lot of fun. We're so glad you join us. Last but absolutely not least, I want to thank the chat room, because um, they also have done a, a terrific job of keeping us on our toes and throwing in commentary. I apologize. I was not as diligent tonight as I, I could have been. Um, I know uh, Brad was keeping up a running commentary of things webbed through a few things in and they just got past me because the conversation moved on. So, But but for all of you that show up uh, out there in the chat room, we really, really appreciate you as well. One last reminder, next Tuesday, we will be off because uh, I and at least one other panelist will be attending a virtual CES uh, event, but we'll be back the following Tuesday to talk about it. Um, And with that, I wish everyone out there a healthy, happy, and safe new year. We'll see you next time. This is Mac Voices. I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at Patreon.com/MacVoices